Hello there, and welcome to the Manufacturing Report for the week of April 17th. I'm Scott Paul, host of this podcast. You can find this and past episodes of the Manufacturing Report on iTunes and SoundCloud and on our Facebook page at American Manufacturing. If you'd like to hear more great interviews and insight on the intersection of factory workers and public policy, please take a moment to like the podcast and perhaps even write a review and share with a friend who would enjoy the Manufacturing Report. You can tweet us at Keep It Made in USA, and you can connect with us on our website, AmericanManufacturing.org. This week, we'll be diving deep into the community of Lone Star, Texas, population 1,580, a place I visited nearly three years ago to rally for jobs and fair trade. It's one of those forgotten communities Donald Trump used to talk about on the campaign trail. Has the president kept his promise to the workers of Lone Star? Let's get started. We can make best deal in the world here. Best deal in the world here at this plant. And as long as they enforce the rules and give us a fair playing ground, we can compete with anybody. That's the voice of Derwin Udi Royal. He's the president of the United Steelworkers Local Union, which represents the workers at U.S. Steel's Lone Star, Texas plant. I joined Udi, who's a 23-year veteran of the mill, and the citizens of Lone Star for a massive rally back in June of 2014, at a time when pipe and tube imports from China and South Korea were threatening the very existence of the plant. Let's hear what the mayor of Lone Star, Carl Stormer, had to say about the importance of the mill to the community. This facility is everything to our town. Uh, our uh, history and the, and the steel mill have been together since the day they started. Um, not only do we have a lot of direct jobs here, about 1,100 uh, direct jobs here, but we have pipe threaders, uh, pipe coders, pipe testers, coupling makers, truckers, and uh, logistics uh, and trucking companies uh, all around here um, that provide indirect jobs as well. Nearly 1,200 men and women worked directly at the U.S. Steel facility in Lone Star back in 2014. They made products called Oil Country Tubular Goods, or OCTG, which makes sense since Lone Star sits in the middle of oil country. Because our market is so open to international goods, however, China and South Korea flooded it with dumped and subsidized OCTG steel imports. The U.S. Department of Commerce put some tariffs on these OCTG imports back in 2014, but for many, the relief was too little and too late. Here's what Brian Wood, a worker in Lone Star, said about what was at stake at the time. I've been employed here at Lone Star for 17 years, and it, and it's a, uh, you know, it means everything to me. Not, not only because it's local, because this is where I'm from. Uh, my daughters go to school here uh, in the surrounding communities. My wife is a is a principal at one of the local school districts, and you know this we love it here in East Texas, and we want this uh, facility to thrive. Good paying jobs, they they help your community thrive. If if you don't have good money to spend in local communities, not only does the facility fail, the communities fail as well. And and it's not about only good paying jobs. It's about good people doing good work quality, quality, quality product is what leaves this facility. And you can't get that overseas. Brian's assertion is backed up by academic research on the effects of what some call the China import shock, which not only costs somewhere between 2 and 3.4 million jobs in America, 
but also permanently impacted communities like Lone Star. At the end of last year, employment at the Lone Star plant had dropped from 1,200 down to the 900s. And there's a real chance that number could drop to 300 by the end of this year. President Donald Trump said he would do something about this. He would bring back steel jobs, hold China accountable for cheating, declare it a currency manipulator. That message resonated with many of the proud men and women who have been battered by steel imports, including those in Lone Star. I had a chance to catch up with Udi Royal last week, and here's what he told me about the sentiment in Lone Star after Trump's election. I will tell you that when the conversation was going on during election season, everybody was pretty, they were getting pumped up. They thought they had a shining light. But many folks have heard words like this before. President Obama promised to make things right on trade with China, but he never got around to it. So I asked Udi, what do people expect from Trump? I'm skeptical, but hopeful. Yeah. You know, I, he said he was, so I'll take everybody's funny word until they show me otherwise. But I, I don't have a whole lot of stock. And a lot of members do. And we have these conversations all the time. And I tell them, well, I hope you guys are right. But I'm not holding my breath thinking it's going to happen. So President Trump has delivered on a couple of the promises he made to working men and women, but he's just broken a major one. First, the good news. The U.S. Department of Commerce just levied additional tariffs on some types of OCTG steel products. That may help pipe and tube plants like Lone Star, but it also may come too late for some workers who are still set for layoffs. And then there was President Trump's stunning reversal. Two weeks ago, the president said China was the world champion of currency manipulation. But last week, he said he changed his mind. The administration won't name China as a currency manipulator. Once again, those forgotten men and women Trump liked to talk about during the campaign are being sacrificed at the altar of diplomacy. And I think it's a big mistake. Will Trump's support among some working class voters, like those in Lone Star, suffer as a result? We'll be watching, and we'll be holding the president accountable for the things he follows through on, as well as for the promises he breaks to working people like Udi Royal. That will do it for the Manufacturing Report for the week of April 17th. You can find this and past episodes of the Manufacturing Report on iTunes and SoundCloud, and on our Facebook page at American Manufacturing. If you'd like to hear more of this, please take a moment to like the podcast and perhaps even write a review and share with a friend who would enjoy hearing the Manufacturing Report. You can tweet us at Keep It Made in USA, and you can connect with us on our website, AmericanManufacturing.org. I want to thank the great teams at E18 and AAM for making this podcast possible. Thanks for joining us, and see you next week. Together, we can keep it made in America.